You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You know, it just occurred to me. What's that, Matt? This is like a real life Mystery Science Theater 3000. What you mean? The city of Tucson, Pima County, they do silly things. And then you are forced to sit here, endure it, and comment upon it. Municipal laser blast? Is that what we're saying? (laughs) The mad scientists (laughs) make us, Dr. Clayton Forrester and TV's Frank, make us endure this. Municipal samurai cop? Is that what we're talking about here? Bad bad (laughs) municipal management movies. You're forced to endure and comment upon. (sighs) Someone needs to be up on that wall. Someone needs to be up on that wall. Triple D Monday, D. Simone, D. Filippo, D. Simone today. Uh, Di Filippo couldn't make it last week, so she's got like a chaka blocka of crap. Like, I mean, we'll give you the whole little seat, but you only need the edge or something like that. So, can't wait to see Joe at the, Joe at the top of the hour, and then Joe at the other top of the hour between brother Joe. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna try to cover. Uh, I want to talk about Bill two, number two, and I were having the conversation of how scary this AI crap is. And we'll talk about that real quick. This is going to be like my, this will be like a PSA for you as you, especially some of our older friends that are still picking up the phone to talk to somebody for God's sakes, uh, especially if they don't know the number. Um, we want to talk about that. Uh, bill, wild bill. We got bill number one, bill number two, bill number seven, wild bill. Uh, wild bill um, posted in the Wake Up Tucson discussion group on Wastebook a story from Inc. Magazine. And Inc. Magazine, and it was the top 166 companies making an outsized impact in the southwestern United States. And I'll and the, the two people that the two companies that made it from Tucson are fascinating. One for not good reasons and one for other reasons, but of course is ignored. As uh, I, I I hope Worldview is paying the Arizona Daily Star for advertorial, because doing a story that they hired a revenue manager is not news. I mean, I, I pray to God, you know, Ryan Hartman sent a check for about five G's over to uh, Jill and got that piece of crap in the newspaper. Really, this is your story? We hired a a, a revenue guy. Get out of here, Jeez Louise. <laughs> <sighs> we need to bring in a big gun to secure the $2 billion of business that we've been saying for years is out there, <laughs> beating a path to our door. <laughs> and again, all of all of us liberty-defending Americans or, you know, I, I, I think our friends on the left, they're cool with uh, people spying on you because the president's a Democrat, right? Uh, I don't know what their thing is, but so now, now we got... I mean, we're basically, now we're learning we bankrolled a loser tourism company to survive that's now doing spy balloons. Was the tourism piece just a front to get it through? I, <laughs> because it hasn't happened. Do you see it happening? Show me the tourists. It ain't happening. Do you see tourists? No, no, there sir. Are no tourists. No, siree. Uh, Ax- I, I got to get to that Axios story. Someone said Axios did a story talking about worldview, spy balloons, and... Uh, which was uh, and uh, Mark uh, Kelly, Axios, uh, which is pretty left, little left of center, as we like to say. Matt, tell us about your uh, your weekend real quick, because I don't want to violate the trust of. <laughs> 
we don't talk about our weekend. I had a great weekend. I hung out with my buddy, and we just we had a great time. So it was. Uh, what did you do with this buddy? Uh, well, we watched movies. We watched the best soccer game I've ever seen in my life. Liverpool scored seven goals. It was seven nothing over Manchester. So of course, that was awesome. This is the best soccer game ever. So of course, here's the thing. So. My team is Manchester United, who about that was part. favored to win the game. I, it was the worst collapse ever. And my wife's a Liverpool fan, so she was she was thrilled. So I thought, man, seven zero. It's just like an NFL game. This yep. is great. I think it, you said, did they score touchdowns? And it was it was. I didn't know. Who knew, Chris? Yeah. And I, then um, and then a crazed fan, I guess a crazed Manchester fan. If I got the story no, right, Liverpool was, fan. W- it was a Liverpool fan. It doesn't really matter. No, well, I think it was, but he attacked the Liverpool players, did oh, he not? I didn't. I shut. I I was gone. The I game left. was in Liverpool. And I think it was a a non Liverpool fan. Apparently, she who was jumped still, out of the fans and attacked. She was the players. still watching it. I left and went to the track. Soccer's crazy. <laughs> Soccer's a crazy game. Di Simone left went to the track. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, great moment at the track on yesterday when they do the national anthem. So they, they do have a flagpole out by the soccer fields a little bit uh, at Rito. But our girl, uh, Haley, who was on the show Friday, so she's on her magic pony there, right? And she's got she's got old glory, right, um, on a pole, right? And so as the guy, the trumpet player who does the is playing the national anthem, right? She's cantering with the pony with Old Glory and just going along the rail, right? This is the best, okay? So she's going along the rail so everyone can see it all the way down. And then she's got it timed out that in that last part, she turns around and guns the pony full speed while Gold Glory's really whipping in the back. Fantastic. It's like... Mark, uh, we need to video that and like send that out because that thing's just amazing. Amazing. So that was, that was a hell of a way after watching my team get pounded like that. Uh, it was good to go to the track and hang out with the horses and watch Old Glory run down the field. Um, Sergio was at the, the the Festival of Books. He did send me a he – did, he did get a quick phone picture as he walked by of Bernie Sanders. So – Ber- no, Bernie was heading. No. Bernie was heading towards his. Uh, I'd love to know the how much it cost. There was the meet and greet. How much that cost to do the meet and greet? Was he with- heading to or from his limousine? Well, probably, probably from his limousine is what I would say. So what I want to know is how much it, did it cost to hang out with Bernie, right? And who was in the room? Because that would have been. I just want to see who was slobbering all over Bernie. I think it was the way it was reported. It was a free thing, but they said people were lined up for hours, Chris. No, I think this. I thought this was maybe an additional thing oh, to the. Okay. I mean, he's not going to come to town and not make as much the money capitalism. as humanly possible. Yeah, he. I love it how he decries <clears throat> capitalism. Uh, buy my book uh, that I'm selling to make money uh, to uh, buy to decry capitalism. And he's got a few houses now. I so so I'm told. Uh, so I have read. The uh, the other thing about so Bernie was on uh, Bill Maher. Actually, the Bill Maher on Friday was fascinating because he had Bernie, that idiot John Heilman, who's always on Morning Joe, kissing Joe's rear end, and um, Russell Brand. And Russell has become quite pretty a, interesting. Yeah, yeah, he during the during the lockdown craziness, he he started doing. He's on Rumble now once a day, but uh, he's got quite a following as he's doing the anti-establishment uh, callout. And um, he's also on Rogan 
uh, while he was in L.A. too. The Rogan, you know, watch it on Spotify or listen to it. Rogan and Russell Brand's pretty interesting. Um, and, of course, Joe goes on for two hours and 55 minutes with this guy, which is, he just keeps going. But God bless him. Do they have the uh, drinking game with Bernie? How many times you said, proletariat, proletariat? <laughs> the part that's interesting, I, it's on my Wastebook page now. We, I don't, we won't have time to play it today, but uh, Bill Maher turns to Bernie and says, hey, uh, can you give us the definition, the difference between the definition of equality and equity? And Bernie didn't know how to answer it. He was like, oh, he, he took it like, well, you know, with the equality. And, and then he goes, oh, that's the other guys. He just, he literally Love had it. no idea. <laughs> Love it. All Bill did was ask him, can you give me a definition? And even Bernie couldn't answer that straight. Oh, geez. And, well, you saw the other story that. Uh, Biden's pick for FAA couldn't answer any questions about aviation, so I guess there's a lot of that going around. Ah, uh, I put I put that up, and I'm just telling you, dude. I I I, I watched that. Uh, it was yesterday morning, probably as the the game was at five nothing. I said, all right, I'm gonna go do a little work, and uh, I'm watching that guy, and he's getting asked basic questions about real basic questions about traffic control, air traffic control, and planes. And this man knows nothing. Nothing. So it's just perfect. Just perfect. Bernoulli's principle. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Bernoulli's principle. Holy crap. Uh, I don't know if we, this is this is going to be like a rundown for the next couple of days, I think, is what we're going to, the way this is going to go. But um, we'll talk about the CPAC straw poll. We're going to talk about that for president. We have two stories about retail theft, which we'll probably get to today. One's about Walmart and Portland, and the other one's about Target over Target stores nationwide and theft. Uh, I will get to the Bob Lee piece uh, that call it's. I can't believe Teddy Pendergrass left this in the paper. Uh, blame liberal policies, not talk radio. That was actually in the Arizona Daily Star. And actually, I guess it's a response to Ray Lindstrom because I love my Ray, but Ray, of course, is quite a liberal. Um, what else do we got here today? Uh, Buttigieg has hissy fit over Palestine, East Palestine critics, which is hilarious. Uh, he actually invokes the words TJ Maxx and um, and Coles. I'm not making it up. Um NBA team forced to apologize for sin of suggesting that only women can have babies. This is the only NBA story Chris might be interested in. What? (laughs) My brain just melted. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. For suggesting that only women can have babies. Biology. Okay, got it. Right? They're in trouble for that. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Because... It's a little counterintuitive. I'm sorry, at uh, 6.17 in the morning, it's just a tish... Counterintuitive. I'm just saying. Just. I'm saying. but a simple caveman, Chris. <laughs> I don't understand these things. What was the, the what was the caveman's name again? Do you remember? Well, In if you look at the far side, cave- it's like Thag, right? What but the, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm talking about the In unfrozen. The SNL, the, yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know in the SNL. And I'll, hopefully, I get to the story yeah. from Axios, uh, which is called "How an Arizona quote spy balloon company is tied to Senator Kelly in China." Hmm. Let's go through that a little bit, too, before it's over. Anyway, uh, 6.17 in the morning, 
I can't believe we're going to have this discussion, but we're going to have this discussion. Uh, this is we're going to talk about scams and artificial intelligence and how just when you think you you know you said, oh Chris, I know things are rough out there. I just got out of the fetal position, uh, hiding underneath my desk, and I just came out of my cave. And then Chris comes up with this. So a lot of musical birthdays today. So Chris Squire, bassist from Yes, founder of Yes, one of the greatest bassists on the planet Earth ever. Um, his birthday was over the weekend, so we got that. Uh, the f- last original member of Leonard Skinner, or as my mother calls them, Lenny Skinny, uh, passed away, so we got a little of that. Bob Will's birthday today, Texas Playboys. <laughs> Mary Wells, Supremes. David Gilmore, Pink Floyd, Murray Head, Kiki of Don't Go Breaking My Heart fame. We're going to do it all in three hours. I don't know how we're going to do it, but wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Six twenty-five in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson, ten thirty. The Voice, local news and talk. Uh, Billy Number Two sent me a couple of these different articles about this artificial intelligence crap that's going on. And what's happening is they can sample visual, they can sample voice, and they can basically recreate it to sound like this human being sounds pretty close to that human being. And uh, Rogan was playing something yesterday on this Russell Brand interview where it was basically Joe Biden talking about a silly subject sillier than usually what he talks about or um, or silly <laughs> something you wouldn't expect him to say in public right and it's spooky right it's spooky now the funny part was russell brand noticed that one of the comments on the video that joe was playing on the screen said uh this can't be biden it actually sounds lucid right which i thought was you know singer singer um but Especially our, our older wakeys out there, if you do not recognize the phone number, do not pick it up. And if you do, I I just wouldn't pick it up. Let them leave a message for you and maybe, but like the worst thing you could do, it's they, they get you on your, you know, like the Arizona Daily Star for years has survived on that ritual that you have to go pick up there, uh, some sort of piece of paper at the end of the driveway and read it. Right? It's the same thing with, you know, you pick up the phone, you go, hello. Right? Well, they're recording you say that. Uh, One of the stories Bill sent uh, was from the Washington Post. Not that I can read it because it has, you know, I'm not going to pay for this crap. But it's called, they thought loved ones were calling, but it was a scam. So when Bill sent this out, he got a response from one of his buddies that basically it was they used the AI to replicate this guy's gr- grandson's voice. I'm in jail. Here's the lawyer for you to talk to, so I can you know you can get him to get give him the money to get me out of jail. Right. So this is how you know we talk about Brian Watson from the IRS with these scam calls. The scam calls are getting worse, and I'm telling you. It, it, and also, these the, the more this happens, the more people stop picking up the phone. The more uh, just on the political side, when they say, "Well, polling shows," Ugh, now it's even worse. I'm just telling you, stay away from the phone. Uh, let them leave a message if it's real. Verify before you do anything. But I'm telling you, don't pick up the phone. This is just the logical ex- extension, right, of um, spoofing an email. Let 
spoofing an email address so it comes from somebody you think it's being sent by somebody you know or do business with. So this is just Correct. the logical extension of that. Uh, Betsy, turn the potential spam protector on your smartphone. I don't know how that works. For spam for a real call? I guess it kicks the calls back if it, they... That's fine. Whatever. Whatever you can do to... Look, if someone really wants to get a hold of you, it's either going to call you from a phone that you know, right? Or they'll email you or text you and then you figure it out. But I'm telling you this... this and then... Was, then, then the other one was on convenience was the story about someone wrote how great it was that they can use facial recognition software to get into your uh, concert quicker. You don't have to show them a ticket. You just walk through and it scans your face. Uh, no gracias, uh, as we like to say, because wait till they to wait wait till they tie all this together, right? The AI with the facial recognition software and um, oh, social credit scores. Woo! I just uh, I actually did take out my Fahrenheit 451 off the bookshelf yesterday to review re- re- review yesterday. <laughs> How accurate for accuracy. <sighs> Bob Will's birthday today. When we come back, I want to get to this uh, story Wild Bill uh, put out there from Inc. Magazine. Meet the 166 companies making an outsized impact on Southwest in the Southwest. And one's a nice story, and one is. If you're a wakey, you get this one that will smell the high heaven alarm will go off on. It's just classic. It's classic. Cronyism, everything. Wake up Tucson, 10 third of the voice, local news and talk. All right. Welcome back to Wake Up Tucson, 10 third of the voice, local news and talk. Last original member of Lenny Skinny passed away, and not that anyone knows who he is, but we wanted to mark it and, uh, well, unless you're a Lenny Skinny fan, and uh, but we'll, say, we'll play a little Lenny Skinny today. So we got it all today. Chris Squire, David Gilmore, Bob Wills. Could be one of our most diverse shock jock playlists, as we as my girl, as my girlfriend Laura Conover would call it. Shock jock playlist. The old reverse shock jock. <laughs> so while Bill put out this thing uh, by Inc. Magazine, uh, INC period, and it's uh, meet the 166 companies making an outsized impact on the Southwest. So Chris did this thing called a search on what city, right? What, what, you know, so what cities made the, you know, what, what, so I went to Tucson and, um, I got only, there's only two companies that made it out of Tucson for the Southwest. Okay. Now to let you know what, you know, what we're talking about, we talk about metro areas. This is, I think I would call it. Actually, it's Texas, Arizona, Oklahoma, Calif- California is in there. California. Um, nothing from the Utahs in there. So Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, California is what I see. No, no Colorado in this. But two companies made it. Now the first one is if you're if you're a wakey, right? If you're a wakey, this this makes all the sense in the world. Uh, if Joanne DiFilippo's listening right now, she'll it'll go ding ding in her head too. Paradigm Laboratories. No one knew what these guys were. No one knew who they were until they locked down the planet, baby, and they got the fattest 
Pima County contracts you ever saw for testing and all this stuff when it came to Corona. All right. The amount of money that Pima County threw at these guys is off the charts. Okay. I mean, they were founded in 2008 by Corey Ethan Saz. Says, I've heard some people literally tell me that uh, these guys were going out of business almost before the coronavirus. The things they weren't killing it. Let's just say now, if they can, if they want to prove me wrong, I'll have that conversation. But that's what I've heard from a variety of folks in that in that sphere. Let me do a Dan Gibson in that sphere. Okay, and um, so check this out: their growth. <laughs> over the last couple of years has been just, I, 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 there's no, they don't tell you what the starting point is they just give you the growth point right the growth the, 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 they grew 3,003% 3,003% so check this out in 2020 on the Inc. 5,000 they were 2,800. Then they went to 224 uh, in, they, they bumped up 2,600 spots because of the coronavirus money that Pima County was pumping into them. And then as testing went down in 2022, they went back down to, to 432. And I'm sure they're still pumping money into them, Pima County. So when you look at these, you go, oh, look, Paradigm Labs. They're number five out of the 166. It's all on fat Corona money. Federal fat Corona money. Okay. Now, number 148 out of 166 of the ink companies that are making it happen is a company called Tucson Tamale. So according to this, Todd and the crew are making Mexican tamales sold in... Matt, guess how many stores nationwide sell Tucson tamale? I know this is one of these unfair guessing questions I torture you and Ed over the years. Somewhere between 500 and 1,000. 5,000. 5,000. Thank you. Right? I mean, this is, this is what we're... So again, uh, the most... The most underrated... This is two-year growth was 76%. Not on fat federal dollars. Like Paradigm Labs. So, again, I'll keep saying it over and over again. Todd and Sherry Martin are cranking out tamales. They have a huge facility here in Tucson that actually... So a local company that produces something... Right? Produces something. Produces a product, yes. Right? Local workers making tamales. That are darn good, I'll tell All you. Right. And, and, but, and they're in 5,000 uh, 5, bucks. 5,000 stores, excuse me. And there are two words in large font on the package. And What, what words are those? <laughs> Tucson well, and tamale? Tamale and Tucson. <laughs> The name of the city, yeah. This is your <laughs> this is your observation. I'm just parroting it, but it's it's worth it's worth you know. Repeating. So so think about this. 
Visit Tucson, right, should be thrilled that Todd and Sherry have a thing called Tucson Tamale that's in 5,000 stores nationwide. So the last time I had lunch with Todd, okay, Todd, um, this is last year, they they were doing a test run in Walmart. So basically they were doing all Western stores of Walmart in the Western region of Walmart. And they were doing one or two Eastern state test markets to see how things went. No one's doing this in this town. No one's doing 5,000. No one's doing 5,000 of anything in this town. So then you say, Chris, why would... um, why is this, why, why does a guy and gal, family-owned company, um, I also noticed that the losers from Worldview weren't anywhere near this list. The much-celebrated Worldview is even on this list. Right? So, um, the, um, so Chris, why doesn't Tucson, there's no other company who has done what they've done. There just isn't. Whether you, and whether you like their tamales or not, I don't care. Because I know some, I've heard the whole, well, they're not real. Either they're tasty or they're not tasty. And the other thing is. It's a matter of personal preference. Yep. They've also figured out how to do the tamale that when it's frozen for a long time, it comes out pretty good on the back end after you mic it. Okay. This is just the way life is. Right, Ben talked about it Friday about divine bovine. We're making hamburgers that can survive after all that takeout was going on during lockdowns. You figure out how to do a product that's going to taste good when it gets back to your house, right? As you're sitting there streaming Game of Thrones for the seventh time with the burger dripping on your belly, right? Uh, let's go to the phones and then I'll I'll, I'll I'll repeat the reason why Tucson Tamale gets no love in this town. Cynthia, good morning. Welcome to the show. Oh, good morning. Those Tucson tamales are excellent. I always have some in my freezer. What's your favorite I kind? I, uh, I like the pork, green chili, and cheese. Well played. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they. I mean, they're they're great from frozen. Just amazing. Correct. They, they're they're doing a very mm-hmm. good job. The only two places I'll get a tamale from in this town that like does that, that frozen is going to be from our Carlata at El Charo or from the Tucson Tamale Kids. So, oh well, Tucson Tamale is close to me, so that's where I go. Amen, sister. Thanks for the good call, Cynthia. Have All a good right. week. Sure. Oh, you too. Bye. 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 Uh, one of one of the people that I sent this out to, I sent this out to a, a, a group of humanity that I actually respect out there on, on their opinion on stuff, and one that I, I haven't had his uh, haven't had his permission to say his name, but his answer was pitiful. No leadership. Elected officials promote cronyism and an anti-business atmosphere. They refuse to take care of the basis. I didn't write this, even though it sounds like me. They refuse to take care of the basics so the community becomes more and more unattractive. Young entrepreneurs look around and conclude there are a few opportunities, many bad schools, inadequate public safety, bad parks, and terrible roads. In other words, notwithstanding all of our natural advantages, a bad place to raise a family. Also, have you pointed out, 
where is the fruit from our major research university? What are they promoting? So that's another thing. That's a great point he's making. So we have this amazing research facility. Why isn't any of those companies connected with that university anywhere near the top 166 companies doing something, right, that are kind of a mover and shaker in the Southwest? That's a really great question, right? So when we talk about, we always hear it, right, tech transfer, tech transfer, tech transfer, tech transfer. Okay, I get it. What's, what's the fruits? What's the fruits of the tech transfer? Right? And, and, and again, we're, 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 again, negotiating from our knees in this town. Uh, let's get back to Tucson Tamale. The reason why Tucson Tamale doesn't get any love from this town, from the media, white people making tamales. That's the only reason it could be. Because their names are Todd and Sherry Martin. If you think about it, right? If you were the mayor of Tucson, which I wish someone of you, one of, one of anyone else out there, could have be mayor of Tucson instead of this young lady we have now. Uh, if you were the mayor of Tucson and you're looking to celebrate something economically in your town, it's a product called tamales, which is very central to our community here. And our cuisine, city of gastronomy, right? And check this out. There's millions of product being sold every year in 5,000 stores across the country that says the name of your city on the package. Ignored. Ignored. You would think the losers at like Sun Corridor, that'd be the first thing on their brochure and on their sales pitch. We have a homegrown company here. They make tamales. They're in 5,000 stores, including Sprouts, Whole Foods, and Walmart. That's a pretty good cross-section of humanity. And if you look at the Whole Foods that they're in, I think that's a hell of a demographic that has something called, I don't know, extra cash in their pocket to might want to travel one day to a place that's called Tucson. Absolutely. So here we go. We have another reason. 76% growth of a local company that's in 5,000 stores. This is over the last 24 months. And Tucson doesn't care. I got Dave Wickner doing a profile of the revenue manager of the losers at Worldview. That's a news story. It's insane. Absolutely insane. I can't I I don't know. There can't be any other reason than gringos making tamales is a turnoff to local power. I mean, I don't get it. You'd figure the losers at the Tucson Chamber would be championing a local company. I will tell you that there's an entrepreneur that I know in this town that wants to do more food production and wants to do more, scale up his business. And I put him in connection with Todd because Todd went through all the pain of scaling up Tucson Tamale, and I'll tell you, Todd was very generous with his time and knowledge to this young man. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a difference in this guy's life moving forward, scaling up his business. 
So it's not like Todd's just sitting in a bowl in a little uh, little sphere and ignoring everybody. Yes, sir. And Chris, you might ask, <laughs> what a, what should I ask? You might ask. Yeah. Well, Matt, the city of Tucson they they're not in the business of promoting local businesses and restaurants, or are they? And and Matt might say, well. The city of Tucson's Newsnet Daily Digest for March 2nd sent out part of the city of Tucson produced by city of Tucson employees. And goes out on their email list. On their email. Las Vegas celebrity chefs to open a downtown Tucson restaurant. Chef Antonio Nunez of Las Vegas, Nevada, not even Tucson, is going to take over and operate the Funky Monk. Okay, Downtown. Never been to the... I don't know what a funky monk is, but they're going to operate it. Okay? And why is this a story? Because... Rio Nuevo. Throwing throwing around taxpayer dollars. Which we were told 10 years ago was decoupled completely from the city. Maybe not so much. So the, the city does promote restaurants that, you know, for whatever reason, they feel that they should promote. I would have told you that they also, uh, the city under under promoted the El Charo 100th birthday. Sure. That should have been everywhere, the Charo 100th birthday. So if you have a business you'd like to promote, contact the city of Tucson's uh, public affairs department and ask them to put an entry in the news net for you. So again, if, so- if you own a gun shop or something, you want to promote your 20th anniversary of your gun store or I don't know, your re- your restaurant on the east side that's not in Rio Nuevo. Well, by all means, contact the city of Tucson. No, They'll do a news blurb for you. You've nailed it. The city of Tucson goes out of the way for a restaurant of a name no one's ever heard of. From from somebody from out of town that's from- not even being started by a Tucsonan. <laughs> Correct again. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Tucson Tamale Company, not so much. <laughs> no, it's true, right? We're going to give the the guy who's going to take a shot at the funky monk spot from Las Vegas. He's celebrated, and Tucson Tamale is forgotten. Hey, everybody, look over here. Yeah, sure. Let's go to break, 6.51 in the morning. Filippo coming up in about uh, 14 minutes or so. Chris Squire's birthday. Off the old Fragile album, as we say on uh, the Christmas you. story. Little The Fish, here we go. Wake up Tucson, 10 of the voice, local news and talk. Ah, Murray. Leave Murray low. We'll write out Murray here a little bit. This is good. Uh, so <clears throat> someone that works in Pima County sent me a text during the rant about Paradigm and said, you should look at the Pima County Board of Supervisors campaign finance reports on Paradigm. Okay. So, in, let's see, September of 2020, and I got to have Joe start looking at when did Paradigm contracts start getting renewed, uh, Paradigm uh, Laboratories went all in on Rex Scott. Okay? So, David Johnson uh, from Chandler, Arizona, Paradigm uh, Laboratories went in for 1000 bucks. Uh, Stephen Kelly, uh, Gilbert, Arizona, VP of Customer Service, Paradigm went in for a uh, thousand bucks for Rex. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's see what else we got here. Hold on. So yeah, then we have. Actually, one day I'm just going to go through Rex's stuff. This is pretty hilarious. Ethan, the guy that I told you who's the owner, he was in for a thousand bucks. Okay. Christopher Winters, VP of Operations, was in for a thousand bucks on Rex Scott. And what else do we got here? Oh, and then 
Ethan again came in with three grand for Rex. So all on the uh, Rex Scott. This is all in September. Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, Paradigm went in just on $7,000 on Rex Scott. We want privacy. Who I assume approved all their contracts for Paradigm Laboratories. I assume. I don't know. So anyway, just want to let you know, in for Rex Scott for 7000 bucks. I'm just telling you, man. Well, we'll uh, during the break, I'll get to Adelita and uh, Matt and Sharon and see where they're at on their Paradigm money. So right now, Paradigm Laboratories, who had 3,000% growth in their business, and on the Inc. Uh, 166 company, uh, top company growth companies in the Southwest, 7000 bucks to Rex Scott. I'm sure it's a quinky dink. Just a quinky dink, as we like to say. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be working on that uh, after uh, when uh, when I go to break. Uh, let's get a few holidays done before it's over. It's Alamo Day. Now, I want to let you guys know. It's good of you to remember that. <laughs> thank you. There's no basement in the Alamo. Remember that, all right, from the movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I'll never forget if you go, just go watch the scene when he gets to the Alamo. And one of my favorites from classic Saturday Night Live, Jan Hooks, plays the uh, the tour guide. She says, General Santa Ana. And they made their bricks out of adobe. Can everyone say adobe? And there's like all these hicks around Pee Wee going, adobe. Uh, Ma'am, uh, when do we get to the basement? And she's like, that's where his bicycle is supposed to be. I'm sorry, sir. There is no basement in the Alamo. Everyone starts laughing at Pee Wee. Jan Hooks. God rest her soul. Love Jan Hooks. Um, let's see what else we got here. Fun facts about Names Day. National Dentist Day. Um, well, the, the two dentists I always give my love to is uh, Dr. Bedoya, dedicated dental, and then my boy Kevin Haley up at Kenyatta Hills. He's my man. He is the most entertaining talented dentist now Bodoya is pretty entertaining but Kevin Haley is another three notches more entertaining than uh, uh, Lambert and La Cunata over by the uh, breadsmith Kevin Haley's the man uh, National Frozen Food Day Tucson Tamale uh, sells frozen food I don't know Matt do you know how many stores sells Tucson Tamale I hear about 5,000 thank you <laughs> <laughs> and then um it's National White Chocolate Cheesecake. Just don't screw around. Just do a New York cheesecake, cut the crap with all this fancy jazz. All right? America's Test Kitchen, New York cheesecake, that's all you need in your life. So, And here I got Joanne standing here going, where's my cheesecake? March 9th, Scam the Scam Day. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to make cannolis one day? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got to go look at Campaign Finance for some more paradigm money. Wake up.